0: which announced it's going public through a SPAC. It's so nice to see you. This is an exciting concept. It's my understanding you're building the world's largest greenhouse. This is all about produce, I guess, in the best way. Jonathan, tell me more.
1: Yeah, well, I'm standing in the facility. uh, It's 2.8 million square feet. Uh, We're gonna be planting plants um, here this year and and we'll be selling uh, tomatoes here in a couple of months. Uh, to put that in perspective, it is twice as large as Amazon's largest distribution center, so a massive facility. My background is building uh, some of the largest solar projects in the U.S., uh, bringing that experience over to agriculture, now Now, building controlled environment ag facilities uh, here in, in the heart of, of central Appalachia.
0: Did you find that this is the time? This is the time to grow the produce. This is the time to have a spack and go public. Why now?
1: Well, great question. So, COVID has really just uh, highlighted the 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 inefficiencies and, and frankly, vulnerability of the food supply. Our governor here in Kentucky will be back out with us in a couple of weeks. Uh, we had an announcement with him a month or two ago. He's making ag tech Uh, One of the top economic development priorities for our state. Uh, The reality we're sitting in is uh, 4 billion pounds of tomatoes were imported from Mexico to the U.S. last year. That was 1.2 billion pounds around 10 to 15 years ago. Uh, We're trucking produce 2,000 miles uh, to get the average American's plates. Um, It's not going to last. It's not going to work. Uh, for decades to come. Look at California. It's on fire, running out of water. That's where we grow our leafy greens here in the U.S. So the very little food production that's still happening in the U.S. is being grown in drought-stricken areas where climate disruption is not going to allow farmers to continue to, to grow in the few, in, in the coming decades. So Bill, I, I, what our investors believe uh, Fidelity is one of the, lar- the largest investor in-, in this round of capital where we're raising uh, 475 million w- with a pipe and spack. Uh, you know our investors believe that just like. Uh, in our lifetime. Most all power will eventually come from renewables. Most our cars will eventually run on electricity. Most all fruit and vegetable production at scale globally will have to be done indoors in a controlled environment. We don't have a choice. Uh, Use 90% less water, get 30 times more yield per acre. Don't use the harsh chemicals. Uh, So use a lot less resources to get a lot more production. In a world where we we have a rising middle class, the UN Security Council that Here in Kentucky, a couple of months ago, uh, told our team, you know, their prediction is 50 to 70 percent more food globally is what is needed by 2050. Some are saying we would need two planet Earths uh, to have enough land and water to grow that food the way we're growing it today. We're not talking about it. Investors aren't talking about it. Uh, Politicians aren't talking about it. But in this next decade, we're not going to have a choice. We've got to rebuild farming not only in America but around the world, use technology, use infrastructure uh, and, and better align with nature.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying, especially during COVID, it really the pandemic really brought to light the need um, for having our own food right here in our own country. As the borders were cut off, we had, you know, some meat factories shut down or at at a slow, slow production rate. No doubt we turned to plant based foods. Um, I know you have the Impossible Foods CFO on your board. Um, Martha Stewart's on the board as well. So what do you plan to grow there exactly? And how are you going to make money?
1: Yeah, well we're gonna make money through selling fruits and vegetables and we're not gonna raise prices for Americans. Uh, We'll be at some of the largest grocers, largest fast food chains. Uh, That's our product, fruit and vegetables. We're gonna start out growing tomatoes, the number one import from Mexico. Uh, But in the coming years, you'll see us growing tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers. Uh, leafy greens. We've got to bring that production indoors. We've got to regionalize it all across the U.S. I was with Secretary Purdue earlier this year. Again, USDA is trying to wrap their head around how have we shut down much of our farming in the U.S. over the last 10 to 15 years in specialty crop, and how have we pushed it out of the country to import it back in? It's not going to last. We're going to bring it back mm-hmm. in the country. We're going to put it in controlled environment. So, yeah, you, you mentioned those investors. Very fortunate. Board, uh, Jeff Oven, Martha Stewart. Stewart, David Lee, the CFO of Impossible Foods, but our investor base is, is phenomenal. Steve Case, uh, James so, Murdoch, Jim Breyer, a, a great group of investors and board who are going to work to change agriculture, use technology, and shift this country forward uh, in, a, in, a, in a direction that we must go.
0: It's it's not something we focus on every day, but this is exciting stuff. Last but not least, you mentioned Amazon and how you're twice as large as their largest distribution center or whatever you said. Um, You correct me, you know, but the point I was going to make is who are you going to work with? Are you going to work with the supermarkets like Kroger? Are you working with Amazon? Are you working with Whole Foods, Instacart, Peapod? I mean, I I don't know how are you going to do this. Fresh Direct Hunts Point in the Bronx here. I mean, how are you going to do that?
1: Well, we're, we're in a situation, uh, demand well exceeds supply. We will not be able to build and grow fast enough. We'll be at the largest grocers, uh, one of the largest, some of the largest fast food chains. Um, and, and, and so your, your viewers will see that later this year. Uh, but we're in a situation where the grocers feel the pressure, climate disruption, uh, imports that that have only you see the issues getting from Mexico to the U.S. during COVID Um, and and maybe the most important is food safety. Look at last year. We had to rip leafy greens off the store shelves because of foodborne outbreak around Thanksgiving. Uh, The grocers cannot get enough controlled controlled environment, ag supply in the U.S. Uh, Fast food chains can't get it fast enough. The, w- your viewers are gonna see this in the coming years. Again, I came from the solar industry where 10 to 15 years ago, it was a boutique industry in the US. We put tens of billions of dollars to work in that industry rebuilding the energy sector. I'm standing in the heart of coal country. We're building in central Appalachia. That's where our is developing where we can get to three quarters of the US in a day drive. It, it, I know many of those coal operators. And so when people ask how quickly can agriculture right. shift I ask your viewers to look at energy and see what happened where just about every coal company went bankrupt in the last 10 to 15 years and renewable energy took off. So it's going to happen in ag. It needs to happen. We need tens of billions of dollars flooding into American farming, utilizing technology. There hasn't been a great American revolution uh, in agriculture since the tractor. That, that's pretty phenomenal, yeah. right? Like the tractor was the last
0: thing I think, that moved I farming think, forward in a significant yeah. way.